Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Shining God's Light. I'm still your host, Oluwase Udutola on SGL. Okay, so before we go ahead, I would like to sincerely apologize for not posting any content for the past um, three weeks. I'm sorry for depriving you of the word of God from my end and I just want to let you know that as much as possible, as much as is within my power, um, I wouldn't, um, I would make sure to always post Yes, I'll make sure to always post, to always record and send out content because that is the instruction that God has given me. And yes, um, let's move into today's topic quickly. So today our topic is, can Christ count on you? Can Christ count on you? Um... I'm going to be using just a few verses of the scripture today um, and I'm going to be starting with Acts chapter 9 verses and um, verse 6 so Acts chapter 9 verse 6 it says and he trembling and astonished said Lord what wilt thou have me to do and the Lord said unto him arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do there are two people that i'm going to be talking about in this particular verse but i'm going to start with paul the person that spoke to god and the person that um, to christ and the person that christ the reason christ was talking to um quick background this is the story of Paul before he became Paul this is when he was Saul and he you know he um, persecuted the Christians in Jerusalem even outside of Jerusalem he would go and um, take um, orders from the high priest to go to other towns right and execute persecution he was there when Stephen was executed and he was standing he was holding people's raiments their clothes while they stood they actively you know eagerly aggressively stoned Stephen and this was the kind of life that he lived and so on this particular encounter he was on his way to Damascus right to stone um to um persecute certain Christians so he had gotten an order from the high priests and was going to the synagogues in Damascus to execute this order. And on the way, on the way to Damascus, he had an encounter. What happened? Verse 4 says, And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Right? It is hard for for thee to kick against the pricks and and he trembling and astonished said lord what wilt thou have me to do and the lord said unto him arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do okay so i i realized that um this kind of encounter you know 
Paul was not one of the apostles that or the disciples of Christ. He didn't um he wasn't one of the disciples of Christ. He didn't follow Christ on earth for the three for the three years that um christ was actively ministering on earth so he didn't see all the miracles that christ did i'm sure he would have heard tales of christ because almost everyone must have heard the stories you know and the things he had done that is why people would go eagerly to await him at certain places or to listen to him yes but in his own case he never met him he never saw his miracles he never heard his teachings all it took was one encounter and the bible did, doesn't record that he ever had another similar type of encounter as this this was all it took god knew that this was all it took god knew that Paul thought or Saul at the time thought that he was fighting for righteousness sake and that if only he could make it known to him that he actually was not fighting for righteousness sake he was going to turn around so God or Christ in this case because it was one that of God of course but it was Christ that spoke to him you know he was counting on that fact and Paul didn't let him down he took that one encounter and he ran with it and he ran with it and he didn't stop and he didn't stop and he made sure that he finished his course and he made sure that he poured everything that he had into it and he made sure that he kept giving and he kept giving and he didn't get tired and he would go on one missionary journey and from there he would stop over another place and from there he would move on to another place and then he would go back to the beginning just so that he could follow up on the men that he had saved and he would move on again and he did not stop now in that same verse there's the story of another man that i'm getting to right and he said arise that's the part b of the scripture of the particular verse that i'm talking about there's um acts 9 6 and he says there arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do there was a confidence in christ that when he gets into the city of damascus somebody is going to definitely tell him what he must do i know that i have one person that i would speak to and would listen immediately regardless of what the situation looks like he could beat his chest on that he could count on that fact he didn't say you know what go back to jerusalem there are lots of disciples there um i'm going to talk to a few of them and see which one is going to come to you no he said go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do he didn't say oh you know what you must wait a year i must call on a particular disciple that i know that you know knows my word and and i'm going to send him to you he's far away or in asia it's going to take about a year for him to get to you but wait patiently he didn't say so he said go into the city with assurance with certainty that somebody is going to come to you 
Now let's move on quickly to verse 10. Um, before we go there, right? From verses 7, 8, and 9. In verses 7, 8, and 9, there was no mention of anybody except for the fact that um, Saul was taken, was led by the hand into the city, right? And um, he spent three days without eating or drinking. And he was blind all through. Okay. So we move on to verse 10. And it says there that, And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. That was, he didn't say, My son. He didn't have to, to, to struggle to get his attention. He just had to call his name Ananias. He said, And the Lord said unto him, in verse 11, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for, being, for behold, he prayeth. And he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Okay, take a minute to, to to understand this, to reflect on this. It said in verse 12, that for he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. He had seen the vision before God even went to meet Ananias. <laughs> there was a certain assuredness in the heart of christ in the heart of god okay that i will tell ananias and he will go he didn't show paul or saul any other person he didn't go and meet him and say you know what john is going to meet you he's going to come and talk to you ah but john is busy john is busy now oh Mm, okay 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 let's try peter let's try peter okay let's see what peter will do and ah peter 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 will not come peter doesn't peter doesn't like you paul peter peter is afraid of you no um okay james 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 is brave james is brave oh but will he deliver the message the way i want him to deliver no <laughs> he only showed him one person he told he showed him in a vision while he had been praying that ananias was coming to meet him and he went to ananias and he told ananias that see i have told him that you are coming so you need to go right in verse 13 ananias said unto the answered the lord i have heard by many of this man how much evil he he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem, and here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. Right? Which is a very logical fear. This man is somebody that will collect the clothes from people that want to whip you know disciples he'll collect their clothes to hold it for them so that they don't mess up their clothes while they stone disciples. <laughs> right it's a logical fear 
And what was the thing that the Lord said? The Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And what happened? And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said brother Saul the Lord even Jesus hath appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest hath sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales and he received his sight forthwith and arose and was baptized did you see that Ananias was, you know, it was reasonable that he should be afraid of someone with such reputation. But God told him, you know what? That's none of your business. Just go there. I've chosen him. I have chosen him. My mark is upon him. Just go there and do what I have asked you to do. Because I have chosen him. I've chosen him to do this and do this and do this. And Ananias went on his way. Will you go on your way? Or would you be like Jonah? Will you go on your way? Or would you have them cajole you into doing what you know you need to do? Let's take a brief look at Genesis 18 um, verse 19. I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with this particular scripture. This particular scripture, Genesis 18, verse 19, right? Yeah, that's... <clears throat> and it says here, For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him can the lord know you and know with a certainty that when he says go you continue going on until he says it's enough can the lord be so sure that when he says to move you keep moving until he says stop moving Does the Lord know that if he gives you a mandate, you will run with it, you will fly with it, you will take it to the ends of the earth? Does the Lord know that he only has to tell you what to do? He doesn't have to cajole you, he doesn't have to babysit you into doing it. Let's quickly move to Acts chapter 21 verse 12. Acts 21, 12. Here, what do we have? <clears throat> and when we heard these things, both we and they that place at that of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Brief background: Paul had been um, going around, you know, doing the missionary work. Um, he 
he had been preaching all over the place and he was constrained in his spirit to go to jerusalem um, for the feast for the passover feast and he was rushing up all his stops you know he, he still had to stop to make sure that um the people that he had preached to they were observing the right um things they were observing what god would want them to do not what they wanted to do that they were not adding doctrines of men to to the um things that god would have them do right so he still had to stop to see what was going on to fellowship with them to tell them what god was saying at that particular time okay so he was trying to hurry this process so that he would get to jerusalem on time and um he was at this point at um Caesarea. He was at this point at Caesarea, and um, Agabus. He was staying with Philip, Philip the evangelist, and um, Agabus went to them from Judea. Right, he went all the way from Judea to Caesarea to deliver this message that had been told him of the Spirit of God to Paul. Okay, and what was the message? He took the sash or the belt of the clothes of uh, Paul and tied his hands and feet and said that this is how the owner of this clothes would be. I'm giving you a summary. I'm not reading from the scriptures now. Would be tied at Jerusalem. Okay. And when they all that were fellowshipping with them at that place heard those things, you know, they begged him not to go. And Paul answered and said, What mean ye to weep and to break mine heart? For I am ready to be bound. I am not ready to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. What spirit asked him to go to Jerusalem in the first place? The Holy Spirit. What was also letting him know exactly what was going to happen at Jerusalem? The Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit was not letting him know so that he would not go. No, because the will of the Father had to be done. And the Father was sending him to the Gentiles. And he had to go to Rome. He had to go to Rome. He had he just had to carry the gospel to Rome. That was one of the specific reasons why he was captured at Jerusalem. He had to take the gospel to Rome. But when they that were with him heard it, you know, they, they were sad. Oh, is this how we are going to just lose Paul? Is this how Paul is going to go away? We're not going to see him anymore? But he saw beyond that. He was ready. He said it, that he was ready, that he's not only ready to be bound, to just be bound. You understand? He said he was ready to die at jerusalem for the name of the lord jesus now right now i'm not saying anybody should die okay or should deliberately put yourself um yourself or yourselves are in harm's way but as he told you to do something and because you feel like it's going to be difficult and because you feel like you can't handle it you have to be 
cajoled something that you should do now is taking you five years to do and you know what the lord would have you do but you're ignoring it oh there's a call upon your life to be a minister but you know it's convenient to forget that because it won't make your life easier right how are you even sure that that's not the beginning of, of god's outpouring of blessings upon your life can god count on you you want to be able to count on god at every point in time at every stage of your life oh father you this is this this are your promises to me these are your promises to me you have said this this is what is written in your word i stand upon what is written in your word you honor your word more than you honor your name do you honor your word more than you honor your name i'll make room for two have you made room for two and you keep saying, oh, Lord, you're too faithful to leave me. Yes. He's too faithful to leave you halfway. But what have you done for him? His sole ambition is that we come into love with him. And the next is that we bring others into love of him. And now it's not even as the time of the apostles where there was so much where there was so much persecution. He just wants you to talk to your neighbor. He's just saying, "Open your mouth, and I'll give you the words. I won't leave you halfway. I will leave you stranded." He wants you to understand that, regardless of what is going on, I am still in control. It might seem inconvenient now. But you would understand in the end. I will protect you through it all. I'll cushion you. Even if you fall. I will make a way. Even if you missed the right turning. Right? This is what he's saying to you. He's saying you can always count on me to always be there at every point in which you need me. But can he count on you to do the first thing he asks you to do? You praise all the time and promise all the time using words that you know that you never actually act on. I surrender. Have you surrendered? glory to god that's god's word to you for today um i hope you've been blessed and i hope that you begin to you know deliberately deliberately act on the words that god has spoken to you deliberately obey the things that he has said to you listen if you do not obey the first one he's not going to give you the next instruction that is how it goes if you don't run with the one he has given you, you will not ever get the second one. Oh Lord, use me for multitudes. Have you, as as he used you for that person beside you, has he tried to use you and have you yielded? Has he used you for your sister or for your mother? And have you yielded? Have you spoken to that friend about the thing that God asked you to tell him about? Do you see how it works? So, I hope that we yield so much so that Christ, God, can certainly 
without fear of of um us not obeying count on us that when he says to go we go and when he says to move that we actually move glory to god i hope you've been blessed um yes and i pray that god give you peace and his love overshadow you i pray that um, everything you lay your hands upon is blessed in the name of jesus uh see you next week